Am I am I really quiet? No, you better not. Yeah, you were like That's I didn't better. hear you at the start. That's why I thought you dropped off the call. I am real happy, guys. Jesus, and then there's oh, the yeah. voice of God. Your your style, your style. I don't know what to do about this. Um, oh dear, this there. Like that. That's better. The yeah. last sentence is better. Yeah, yeah. The, this was on, was perfect. If you can keep that, you're this. perfect. <laughs> yeah, just keep that tone the entire pod. Don't don't get excited. Don't get sad. Maintain. <laughs> I'll keep, I'll try not to talk about <laughs> wingspan. Ant won't get too excited then. <laughs> so I don't know if you oh, if you tune if you tune. Alex got far more excited, I think. Yeah, but I think. What you, was the story? Well, we played Wingspan, and Ant's officially a better ornithologist than Andrew right now. Well, <laughs> nice. that's hard to be fair. Andrew was actually the worst one. Yeah, Andrew came last. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, so, so bird knowledge means fuck all, then, I assume. Yeah, pretty much. I, yeah. No, I think the fact that we cut round short meant that his long-term strategy oh, didn't yes, get yeah. to play out. <laughs> we nailed him quite early. <laughs> that was the big issue. He was, we was waiting for the, the final round reveal and then we cut him short <laughs> we were like no we actually have to get home otherwise we're spending the night oh yeah curfews and all that what what so you guys all like met up and played a game yeah yeah fuck that's cool it was less than 10 so it's fine <laughs> no it's like fuck i wish i was there yo well look at you guys all like, all like socializing and fuck yeah, so I technically met Ant for the first time. It was Ant and Richard. Nice. Yep. Oh, Adam is nice. Adam. Yeah, Adam's not there. So between you and Alex, who's going to meet Adam first, Ant? Sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think Ad, Ad, Alex is certainly more like deliberately against meeting Adam. I mean, I almost met no, Adam. But, uh, but I, have, the, uh, I, haven't met, I haven't met you, Matt. Yeah, true. But I mean, like we haven't had an opportunity. I feel like Adam has been in Jove, uh, in Cape Town since the podcast started. <laughs> I think yeah, Adam Adam's not going through a great patch at the moment. I think let's, yeah. let's lay off him. No, no, true. He's lucky he is tired. But I'm keen to get him back next week. It should actually be fun. Yeah, fuck. Imagine how many like chirps we've saved up just to hit him with. Jesus, is gonna be like a three-hour episode. <laughs> We should we should bring Anton because Ant Ant takes no prisoners with Adam. He just goes for the jugular the whole time. <laughs> Easy target. It's, it's it's never deliberate. <laughs> it's, just, it's just your natural instincts, dude. Just, it just go makes for it the, worse. Go for the weakest <laughs> member of the herd. <laughs> I didn't realize there was the reputation I carry, but fair enough. <laughs> no, you always got so hard on Adam, man. Yeah, I thought you did it deliberately, but... <laughs> no, but I, I mean, he did. He, 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 remember that one time he actually called me out, like, quite aggressively. I felt really bad. Oh, fuck, I remember <laughs> that. Like, that was, in, that was in the draft group. No, it was in the. It was in this one. It was in the points league now. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Although, Adam Makes didn't do... Makes me feel him, slightly better. Adam didn't make himself any favors this week in the NFL one. Uh, was Andrew and Alex did a trade. And the site like posts the trade and then says, "Cool, um, you guys, if you um, the rest of the league can vote vote against the trade, and half the league votes against it, it gets cancelled." Adam's just straight up vote against. Oh, click. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, <wow. laughs> he's, he's like, no, he, he just felt like it. 
<laughs> Do you think yeah, we should have that system in our like rugby draft where half the league could just veto the trade? No, because no, everyone's kind of in it to win it. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> because I think what what it, what it does is it stops like. Um, so it's supposed to stop like essentially what it would stop Phil is you getting current uh, from Adam. <laughs> yeah, right. I, 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 I would still veto. I, I would veto. No, I think yeah, it stops Oaks like <laughs> taking advantage of like an inexperienced player. Yeah, and then it stops mm. like like one guy using his team as like a feeder guy, a feeder team for another guy. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah. So we. I can't remember. If we but I don't. Play. I don't. I don't think it's necessary in our league because no. theoretically everyone knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie though, I'm very bleak. I've now scored third highest and second highest, and I've still lost both my head-to-heads this week. This fucking fantasy. NFL. Guys, how do you guys have so much fucking time on your hands? No, look, NFL is easy. The website is so easy. It's just like, here's all the information. Just click three names and you can carry on with the rest of your day. But you guys know nothing about NFL. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's just numbers to me. That's why, like, it's... I'm like I'm not play- I'm not playing with my heart. I'm just playing on numbers here. Oh. Do you have to like go through team lists and stuff, or do they just kind of does it do all that for you as well? Like it lets you know like, who's, it lets you know who's injured and who's active, and then you can look up. They don't let out like a squad. They don't do a team sheet. They just have like mm. you've just got to rely on depth charts. So you got to just know. Okay, because right. that was one of the nice things about playing like Premier League. Mm. Is that they told you who's injured and if someone wasn't injured they were going to play yeah this mean? is essentially like, this is exactly this is as far as i can tell you i haven't noticed did not need to put much effort at all which was very nice <laughs> it just doesn't have automatic subs either so that's the only thing you've just got to make sure uh, like uh, so you you got to sort of be on point the whole time not even like thursday like th- i think thursday night's the first game and then you just make sure thursday you've got no one injured and then You've got until Sunday to like basically set the rest of your squad. Because like 90% oh, yeah. of the games are Sunday. Okay. So, like it's it's like five minutes of admin compared to like rugby. Well, yeah, but our one is if the, if we had a proper draft site for rugby, we would probably only have to spend about a fourth as much time on it. Huh? Yeah, I mean like the stats this one gives you is ridiculous. Like. It tells you um, so many players, this, so many guys dropped this player, so many guys added this. That's essentially how I'm playing at the moment. Just how many ads, how many drops, and picking up bargains like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, but this is like, like Fox Support was pretty much at that level. Like, you know, you could see the percentage ownership and you could go, like, you could probably yeah. deep dive on that. So. Yeah. There was, And then there's another thing you can, like, set up who you willing to trade this week and all that and like set out your preferential like so Oaks don't waste time and that trying to trade with you. Uh, I, I, would, I wanted to do that in our league and Alex cut me down. I wanted to say if you, you could highlight your players like you wanted to get rid of it. Like oh, yeah. Something. Okay. And then, but, but Alex said no, it should be obvious from looking at the team sheet who wants to trade. I was like, sorry, Alex. Try <laughs> I mean, I'm open to that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah all... like like I, I don't I don't see the harm in it. Let's say that like yeah. 
while you guys are on while you guys are on board with one of my ideas 100 uh, flex 100 flex. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like 100 flex i'll go maybe you can add like another one yeah like to be honest the next level is flex bench like the entire bench you could just do well, what you want yeah so the nfl one is essentially flex bench Oh, and that's probably the most popular fantasy game in the world. Actually, I think fantasy Premier League probably is. But... Yeah. I think this one yeah. has the most cash involved in it, though. Yeah. What's the... Yo, you win like a million dollars or something, yeah. Don't know. That's how oh, no. American fantasy is so big, yeah. It's linked to all the betting sites and shit. Yeah, like the yeah. daily fantasy guys are apparently ridiculous. Like the ones where you play like, like a fresh league every day. But that's like act, that's like actuaries with like spreadsheets and like just raking that one. Not even like folks who watch the sport. That one's just pure numbers. Well, the most the most popular podcast in the world is a fantasy football podcast, a fantasy uh, American football podcast. I mean that tracks. Mm. Yeah, so that logically, then we are the fourth most popular because actually, where do you think <laughs> rugby is in, in all the sports in the world? Um, apparently, yeah. we're the third oh. biggest World Cup, as, as per viewership. In well, there are only three World Cups, to be fair. The I mean, like, there's cricket. Oh, oh, when sports. I say World Cup, I think they included uh, Olympics. Yeah, they're bigger than cricket. Things, yeah. I mean, that's... things really? like hockey World Rug Cup. Rugby so... is bigger. In terms of what is rugby bigger than cricket? Um, the viewership like num numbers. numbers the viewership yeah. numbers they've got for. Really? Because like, India, India is like a billion people. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just more teams than rugby. Yeah, but yeah. like it's India and England. That's pretty much no. the, the majority of your viewership. Yeah, India, England. Bangladesh is 150-odd million. Yeah, I suppose. Sri Lanka's big. Well, no, Sri Lanka's not big. Pakistan's big. Yeah. Australia's fairly big. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, but no one watches. So I suppose people in Australia no, watch cricket. Australia, Australia, like cricket's all like then. Number one, yeah. I think it's like cricket. What's it? Cricket, like NRL, then like soccer, and then rugby. They say yeah. the captain like, of the Australian like cricket team has more influence on the country than the prime minister. <laughs> and, they say. Well, that's why this, like, because you know, the Steve Smith thing was just a bit of a laugh. One. But for mm. them, it was like, you know, it was like a, kind of a Bill Clinton level scandal, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hunt's crew is pretty, that's a pretty big scandal, yeah. I mean, I was very young, but he seemed to be. Like, You're no Hunty was. National young. level. Yeah, because, I mean, that one was. That was televised, wasn't it? His trial. Or was it just bits no. of it? I think was so. it? Was I don't it know, trial? actually. There was a trial, because I remember him, like, crying and saying. That whole crying and saying, the devil yeah. made me do it. Yeah. I think I just saw that. It, yeah. yeah. There's definitely lots of photos and stuff. Yeah, there was footage. It's too long ago to know. Yeah. Okay, should we get started? No. Oh, was this not recording yet? Oh, it is recording. <laughs> or have you thought did, we just did you do... like? Did you like? Did you like our organic start from last time? We can go for it again. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought that'd become the new norm, you know? Okay, no, fair enough. I mean, that, that, that's our that's our that's what we do with Adam. We just drop production quality every week until he's like, <laughs> like okay, fuck forced to come back. coming back. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Uh, you guys have been splicing like episodes and segments. I would say, it, no. Yeah, no, Matt. Matt definitely cares about it. Look, I've, 
I'm not. It's, look, I've got to do something to keep myself busy on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> hey, it's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> uh, like cutting off, cutting off the end and the start takes like five minutes. So I've got to fuck around somewhere. It was impressive oh, when oh, you did that thing. Alex's like exit, or you oh, like when, move things around. Yeah. When I cut out Alex's exit and stuck it on the back again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think the most impressive was just when you chat. I think Alex came back with a Ben voice, and I hadn't realized that, that you swapped out people mid episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was just that, that was a classic, a classic pod fuck up. We, just, I don't know what it just stopped recording or something. Or? Yeah, my episode, my Skype dropped, and my recording stopped. So, and that stopped like early in the episode, and then I just didn't notice my recording stopped. And then, yeah, so Alex, so we needed Alex, but Alex obviously ducked off early that episode. So we were missing, like, the last, as, but I mean, it's as, as I told Alex, it was as in-depth as Ben and I would have gotten on a Aussie derby, so I don't think we lost too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, even now, I didn't even watch the final. I'm going to be honest, gone, I, I didn't watch the final either, I watched wrestling instead. Yeah, so, so let's. I watched at least some of it. Okay, good. So we'll we'll come back to you later. Yeah. <laughs> God, we are. Oh Lord. Um, I was far more interested in the um the Canterbury match though. So we'll see. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, I'll, yeah, on it, I'll discuss Meat Gun Ten later today. <laughs> um, let's start with a bit of easy news, and that. Apparently, who caught Takeli Naivara fast or very fast? Uh, rugby on BT Sport. Um, he wants to basically switch countries from representing us to representing Fiji. So, what what's the rule there again? Now? He's allowed to do it because eh? he hasn't played for us since so. when? Is that still a thing? I thought that was only for sevens, and I thought it was like a once-off. I think no, it's no, really I, limited. I think, yeah. I, think, I think it's what they're proposing. Like, you, basically, if you've, you re-qualify for another country, so it's another sort of five years or whatever it is. Yeah, you've got to be out, you got to be out of playing for your first capped country for like five years or something. And then you've got yeah. to... Oh, yeah, it's for sevens because that's... Eligible, so yeah. did, 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 I, did I share that article about players that could potentially do this? I think it's in the Navarro... It's in the Naivoro one, so they've got like... Well, so it was Naivoro, Tuilangi, Vinopolo. I think it was, it was the kind yeah. of Northern Hemisphere bias after Naivoro. Yeah. So it was Naivoro, Tuilangi, both Vinopolos. Then they said, interestingly, Christian Wade could go play okay. for America if he's there for like, I think, another two years or something, three years, something mm. like that. actually. So he could, he could make 2023. He's, he, so they say he'll be 32 at the next World Cup. And yeah. this is if they change the laws. Yeah. This uh, is if they change. Yeah. And change the laws. Yeah. The fifth one they've got. But then is... I, I think they'll say it's it's got to be like a, it's a sort of a one direction kind of thing. So you can only go from a first tier to a second tier. I think that's kind of how they yeah. how they yeah. would like frame it. Someone yeah. like Pietar. I mean that would. I wouldn't be against Pietar playing for Tonga to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I would to to be honest, I would be opposed as like as soon as these guys like if they just got capped straight away for Tonga or whatever. Yeah, 
Because I also think, say, say someone like um, Tupavai. Actually, I don't know if he is eligible for one of the Pacifica nations. Mm. But like, like he's just kind of got caught completely in the, you know, rightly so, in sort of the hype of, you know, oh, an All Black. Yeah. He's an All Black. He's going to be an All Black. Whatever. And, you know, maybe, like, you get a lot of folks who get, you know, five or caps. They churn yeah. you out. They spit you out. They're done with you. Like, mm. especially at Take the moment where... We're like, no offense to the guy, but like New Zealand doesn't have great lock depth at the moment. Yeah. So potentially, yeah. you know, Retallic comes back, a, a few a few guys come out of injury, whatever, whatever. Like suddenly, you know, he's sitting there with his two caps. Yeah. And then, you know, he's done. Yeah, for sure. Very, very. Pardon? It is a bit, yeah, it's a very likely outcome for him. And I think, yeah, and then like, it, it's a bit shit because he could be a... Once again, I don't know if he belongs to a Pacifica nation. I mean, clearly, but if he does, you know, he he would be he could be a real stalwart for one of those. But obviously, you know, like once he once he sort of get cap for your sort of a first tier country, your ship sailed, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, so it's a bit sad. Okay, let's but, yeah, see. No, Wikipedia do? doesn't shed any light on this. So they don't have a place of birth. Um, no. Well, for who? For Tupavai. Oh, okay. I think maybe New Zealand by the looks of it. I've got a... I mean, most of the players these days, like, who yeah, place are there, are... So it could most be... Most of them are born in Auckland, but parentage is normally... Yeah, you could pull a... Most common is Samoa, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know my view on that. I, I don't think your, your parentage should mean anything at this point. Mm. Yeah. Okay, um, let's say, sticking with Northern Hemisphere Rugby and the shambles and the, all the worrying that everyone was discussing about Georgia last week about them being not quite in the best position to be entering, I think they're calling it the Nations Cup now, the Autumn Nations Cup, sorry. Um, I, I, I sort of called the, the, the eight nations in inverted commas. Yeah, <laughs> I think as far as I can see, it's the Autumn Nations Cup. Um, the vice president of Georgia Rugby, shot Kara Vili in the leg, in like their headquarters <laughs> over an argument. So, who did he shoot? I like an ex-player, Kara. Wait, let me. Oh, read. The seventh coach. Kara yeah, Kara Vishvili. Okay. He's their seventh coach at the moment, and. <laughs> It was he's also part of, but he's also involved in a club which in a rugby club that he sort of tried to launch a investigation into the president of the Georgian rugby, not like an investigation into him not handling certain issues around the coronavirus pandemic properly. So there's all sorts of discussions about this. There's not much more news since the shooting than just that bit of speculation came <laughs> out. Um so I'm gathering then Georgia has quite liberal gun control. No, because apparently the VP is being charged with uh, uh, buying and firing an illegal firearm as well as the the assault on this dude. He's being charged with like two, two things. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So uh, do you think it's like a mafia, the Georgian rugby union? Oh, I mean, it tracks if they added Fiji, then they may as well just add Georgia as well. Did you read that thing on, um, who was it, not Nick Cummins, oh, on uh, Marty Banks, about his time in Russia? 
No, wait, yes, I remember the article. I didn't read it, though. Oh, it was, like, properly, like, there were, like, mob connections, and at some point he had, like, a suitcase of cash, which he had to, like, get <laughs> rid of, and, like... He was, like, 21. It was, like, his gap year, from what I've gathered, but it was, sure, it was pretty hectic. So you're saying Marty <laughs> Banks is essentially, like, a rugby's version of Bert Kreishner? Maybe. Have you, have, you, no, uh, it, have you heard that? It just seemed like, it seemed like incidental. It felt a bit like, it sounded a bit sort of like Harold and Kumar got a White Castle kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, it was just like a, a, like a comedy of errors for poor old Marty. Like. <laughs> oh, shame. It couldn't have happened to a better guy either. Just the ballad, just of, the ballad of Marty Banks. <laughs> Just like looking yeah. there with no, that like, big like, face. Like he, like he would take the bed to, like anyone else would be on the plane out of there, but Marty, no, stick it up. You know. <laughs> well, let's see how, let's see where this goes. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a great story when I get back home. Yeah. How, how often do you think he sat in like the bar at the Highlanders club, just like regaling everyone the story? So the time I got involved with the, <laughs> with the Siberian Russian. <laughs> <Indian>. <laughs> They like look at him. They're like, "Why have you got Cyrillic tattooed on your, across your back?" No, no, don't, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Better not to know. He, he just looks into the distance and starts whispering in Russian. Every time they pour vodka, he gets like a thousand yard stare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um. More. Sorry, what were we? Oh, okay, well, we, we just. I just this. thought I'd mention the headline for George. I don't think there's much to discuss there. Um, some more quick, I'm just rapid firing before I build into the, the proper big news. So earlier this week, the Kings announced their big announcement that they were on the cusp of basically appointing a full-time coach, which then oh, a day later, they were like, actually jokes, we're going into, <laughs> we're going into voluntary liquidation. <laughs> we're bankrupt. Joke. They pulled a Michael Scott Joke. and just like shouted bankrupt around PE. Classic kings. Uh, banter. Liquidated. Done. <laughs> yeah. I also see, it's just such a mess. Yeah, I see Cameron Wright, Yao Penke, and Bobby DeVee are on the radar to get snapped up by uh, Pro 14 sides. Specifically, Bobby DeVee's in chats with... No, but they're not Pro 14. With the Warriors, actually. Mm, that's oh, yeah. better than Pro 14. Yeah, it's better than Pro 14. That's Premiership. Yeah. yeah, I think they're like the weakest team and they have a South African coach, so maybe... Oh, yeah, there's some connections they want him as like utility forward so Lucy or lock cover essentially mm. well this seems to be the new the new trend you take South Africa's Lucy's and you make them play lock and... yeah well that's why they think it's because they think um, well, it's sort Toja of is a lock that's their base lock <laughs> if Toja is a lock Jean-Luc Dupree is definitely a lock exactly no fair exactly oh surprised they, um, if they got a hold of Peter Steph they'd probably play a bit hooker or something mm. <laughs> actually I've got a story I, I found a story about speaking of someone like Peter Steph playing hooker um, there was a, the Saints put a Manny Iogan who plays 8th man they put him in at Lucid on the sheets because essentially all their props are injured so the scrum coach looked at who could most probably play prop and he picked this, he picked this chap to quote him. Um, wait, let me find the exact line. He has a larger, ra he has a ra rather large rear, and that excited me about him. 
Nice. Yeah, so look, look, I think look, was he was he thick with two C's essentially. <laughs> but yeah, so they're arguing. Oh. He's young enough to have made the switch. He's like 18 or something. So it's like he's not oh. late in his prof- he's not in his professional career yet. Oh, uh, quite a few props actually played loose forward. Like I know Tanley the Tupo did, Beast did. Beast, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I because I guess then like kind of you don't want to waste your best mm. player like. You know, Mark, yeah, Mark's also started Mark, even. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, you know, obviously on the bench, you're required to have front row cover, you know, so you're required to have a yeah. hooker, yeah. And, hooker and two props. But if you have, say you have an eighth man or a blind or a Lucy or whatever who covers prop or covers hooker, can you then use that spot on your bench for like uh, another player? No, because then he's got to, so that's what know. happens with the, uh, uncontested stuff where both your if both props go down and then you've got to bring on someone to replace them it's no no they no want but, but, but they i mean want okay a, you so need say, someone say, say designated hypoth- a front rower say hypothetically you have you have ashley johnson at eight okay yeah who's um uh, whatever he's a he's a trained hooker yeah he's a trained hooker then in your number 16 jersey can you play another backline sub or does number 16 also have to be a hooker i think no, I, I would think you could probably. As I think, long as you have a, a sub. Um, I'm trying to remember now because I looked it up for something else. I think you've got got to put a full front row in there now. As long as the league, if the league's on there 23, you've got to put in a full front row. Yeah. I so think, I think you could have Ashley Johnson at 16 and then bring him on bring, as a loose forward. But yeah, you, you can't, can you can't have. Yeah. You basically need to have cover on your bench for your front row. Okay, so so if you have the, the versatility has to be on the bench, it can't be on the field. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's designated like 16, 17, 18 have to be front row cover. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, because they did. They used to do it with, I guess I think the Lions did it with Marks now and then and stuff. And like uh, the Stormers used to do it with Dion Faree when they used to play mm. him a bit. Uh, they used to bring him on at like eighth man or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Cool. Let's see. Let's. I want to rattle through some more news before I discuss the draft list and the names there. So let's see. Uh, Kurandrani's leaving the Brumbies. He's going to the Force. I think they refer to him as Snubbed Wallabies Center. Kurandrani. He's going to the Force. Uh, I saw a rumor. I, I honestly, at least the Force knows something we don't. Well, I presume the force is peaking at Super Rugby AU at the moment, huh? Yeah. Yeah, like, so, like that sort of that sort of yeah. best case scenario from them, like Super Rugby AU twenty twenty one. But yeah. don't you think Kirinjani should be looking overseas, like career wise? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, especially if, he if he's not making. Money. Especially yeah. if he's not getting the Aussie. Aussie jersey, no, he definitely should bother going. Yeah, well, well, it's going to be like, you know, he, if he's not making that team from the Brumbies, he's not going to make it from the Force. No. Yeah. Unless the Force. So then he should go. Because <laughs> I'd assume they don't have salary cap in Australia. Uh, yeah, but I mean, spending that much money on Kuradrani would seem like a waste. Yeah, but don't, <laughs> don't they have like that, the dude who like owns the Force is like that like weird billionaire that like has. Like dinosaur yeah, parks and twig, shit. Twiggy or yeah, yeah like, but there's current dinosaur I don't know. Well, I mean, he's. I think they say he spent nine seasons at at the Brumbies. So I think you could argue that he should go to a dinosaur park. 
<laughs> I mean, oh, he's really uh, he's he's fallen so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there's still like like he's young enough that this could just be considered a dip in form. Yeah. Yeah. Because what? He's 30, 31, 32 or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not even thirty yet. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, like this, this I don't think we've. I, I still think he's got some some meat on the bone. He's not like you know, he's not done. Mm. But then, like, if I was him, I would try go play for Toulon or whatever. For those actually, maybe Toulon's a bit good these days. But, you know, yeah. I would try go play, or even Japan or something. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. No, definitely. I think that, that, um... He would thrive in Japan just using his balls to just run over people. Yeah. yeah, at his best, he is a really effective 13, like, so... Yeah. So, let's see. Um, I think last bit of news, just silly news. Uh, apparently, so, with the, with the Meat Gun 10, the All Blacks are all leaving, is it this weekend or next? I can't remember. But there is going to be special dispensation that some of them get to come back and play, f- play for their... Meat Gun 10 teams for the next while because apparently they're going to be away for nine weeks, which is I think most of that t- tournament. Okay. Yeah, yeah I guess it, it's it's complicated because they have to take a big squad over to Australia and then obviously with all the restrictions, it's yeah. not easy to just go back and forth. Yeah, so they need to take a massive squad over and then they've also then when they come back it's also isolation for like two weeks before they can touch touch play with their team yeah. and all that so they'd be yeah so there's someone they said yeah there's there will be a case by case sort of uh, to allow them to play up until they go to australia once they go to australia they're gone so, yeah, and that's obviously going to dilute the whole tournament quite a lot. Yeah, so between the two bloody games, up until the last bloody game and second bloody games played in New Zealand, they they will be allowed to play here and there. So obviously guys who are on, on the fringe of the all-black squad will be given time in March of 10. I would assume, because yeah. There was an article yeah. here actually that... I'd, didn't look it up now. What, basically, who in Mitra Ten loses loses what players when they all leave, and like how it impacts and which teams are going to be left mostly intact and which teams are going to be gutted. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're planning to win uh, Mitra Ten, like you can't be relying on your All Blacks. So. Yeah, because uh, how bad are Marcos aren't going to be too bad? Like they'll lose Reese. Mm. Jordan. Jordan. Um. But they, I mean, they're their the bench is, yeah, last year they won without All Blacks. So, yeah, their bench know, is So they're going to be pretty good. Because, I mean, yeah, because yeah. they've got, like, F- Fyanganuku is, like, they're sort of on Form 11 at the moment. Yeah. So they're and sure. they've got guys like Makalia who are at that level. They're, like, really strong. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, let's go into the meat of the news. And the one we've all been looking forward to. And that is... And then... The SA Rugby announced the finalists discussing. Uh, yeah, I know I'm trying to find it so I can see it. What does it do? I give up. I'm trying to find that the one where you had like surprises and missed out and injured. 
So let's go outside backs because I think that one's got that one's got the most sort of like area. That and I think locks quite a big, quite a few surprises and missed outs. So yeah, outside backs are missing notably Appella Fassi, Spoon Cozy, uh, Aplon and Mapimpi. Yeah, I mean to be fair, yeah. a chunk of those guys are injured. Or not in the country. Yeah, those are injured guys, yeah, and out of but the it's country. Very it's very sad. Running through there. For the game and for the Sharks Curry Cup campaign that they don't have any yeah, I was going to say, was, what's... You know, that was what their campaign was based on in the Super Rugby. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I no idea who's going to yeah. play for the Sharks at, like, wing now. No, I mean, yeah. it's have taken oh, their top four out of the Jez Award. He's got to play in the centres, right? Well, well he's going to give Alex his jersey. I think that's the point of Jez Award. <laughs> I think... So, Marnie Lubbock's now confirmed to be the starting 15 for the Sharks. Apparently. Yo, maybe, maybe they knew something we didn't, though. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I mean, I guess... So, some notable names there. Yeah. Let's yeah. see who's... Interesting names there. Uh, Travis Ishmael, Raps McQuana, Roscoe Speckman's not that surprising, Yao Penke... Johnny Lombard, Malcolm Yar being included in that. Mm. I'm just running through the bigger names. Hendricks, Corsanze, Speckman, Sanatla. It's going to be an inch. It's a weird set of outside backs for speaking of this. Yeah, I, I haven't heard a, I haven't heard a fullback yet. <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, Glantz there, but that's about oh, it. Yeah, Glantz, the fullback. So what does the team Gold get to play with? So it's Glantz, means obviously it's Glantz, Glantz, like hot, hot, hot property at fullback. Well, yeah, I guess you can play... Play Liverpool. Or you could play Francine, I guess, at fullback. Oh, is he? Uh, fr- no, Francine's not in there. Is he? No, no, he's not in there. Yeah, you could play Valencia or Bosch, I guess. Yeah, or Lipak. Yeah. There's, there's a sort of yeah, option. Enough. <laughs> do, 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 do you think the coaches are wise to the ways of money balling like we are? Like <laughs> how, how a fly off playing outside back will score you better points? <laughs> So. Hooker was a, a hooker was a wild one as well. Bongi, Skara, Dylan Richardson, Johan Khorovlas, Galki Rasmus, Fez, Jesus, Fez Mbata, Wuzi, Cheetah. Is it? No, Fez, he's the... He's like the ball's younger. But, but he, I thought he was a ah, okay. The squad is so big though. How shit must it feel if you didn't make it? Like there's Especially with all the boxes and like... Yeah. You know, players from like a second rate mm. in inverted commas group as it stands because you know all your first choice players or most of them are overseas anyway so yeah. you know it's really yeah. you know, if you're yeah, not an atlas i think you mentioned that uh, like someone like dan krill who started this year for super rugby and he can't make the squad when there's guys like yeah. uh, you know you manny russ and rickus pretorius and clinton swart who's just come back do you think and George Whitehead? <laughs> and George yeah, Whitehead, yeah. I'm just saying that I think there is that. That's Let's not like, forget George Whitehead is in the squad. Yeah, because at least some of the youngsters, you know, they're because they're young and they mention that they've got yeah. promising youngsters. But then you have George Whitehead, who's like classic journeyman. Yeah, it's not like they're, they're you know they're still Yankees, Willem Sabosh. You know, it's not like they were desperate for flyoffs in that squad. So it is a weird pick, you know. That he maybe he's there. maybe he's the surprise pick at fullback. <laughs> Maybe so, or Hooker. Yeah. He's going to be a lock based on the the uh, Northern Hemisphere the, uh, standard. <laughs> the rule, so when the are they doing the actual draft? It's and the draft is Friday. 
might be this Friday. Is it? So is this, this Yeah, it's this weekend. I can't remember if it's before or after Super Rugby or Super Euro Saturday. The 25th, I think, the draft starts. I think it's the 25th. Okay, yeah, that's Friday then. Yeah. Friday, yeah, so it's the day before Super, Super Euro Saturday. And that's going to be, I don't know, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it, but yeah, it could be interesting because they are televising it. I hope it is an actual draft and not yeah, like hope, decided I hope, beforehand I who's not, got what I hope squad. it's not set up. I hope it's live and like Oaks are panicking. <laughs> And like, and we see Russ, Russ must just snap a pencil. <laughs> Do you think they have like videos on the players, like, you know, whooping and cheering when they make it or they, they don't? They should, right? Oh. Just was, all the players like on a Zoom who, call in the who background. We, who are we backing for first pick? Ooh. Yeah. Actually, that's... That's a very uh, good... Look on your arm. Look on your arm because there are no centers. Yeah. And also, yeah. they're touting him as potential captain or they're suggesting he could be a captain yeah. on that like mini tour that they do or something. So, I mean... Sh- must be. Yeah. In terms of the depth at center, it just makes sense. I, I think I yeah, think if I think my first is is sorry, is Kitsoff in there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think he would be I think he would be my first pick. The thing is if you don't He's get good Kitsoff, at least you can still get like uh Ox or Koboka or someone like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess if if you don't get two um, and a half you, good if you don't get um, you're getting that random guy Matt somehow found in the Clinton Swart. <laughs> yeah. Clinton Swart. The only other 12 in SA right now. And what on stage? I mean... No, look, we, we, we draft, I'm drafting for youth and exuberance. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get left with like Berger Odendahl and Marius Lowe, so... Okay, Wait, Marius sure. Lowe is in the squad, what the fuck? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I should have listed that. And, 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 and Berger Odendahl. <laughs> Actually, is Tyler Paul in the squad? No, well, he's I think he's gone overseas. Otherwise, he definitely has he gone over. Well, Tyler Paul was, was one of the guys who managed to um, break whatever you know, break Painago, whatever it was. Remember when they had the the sort of the the runaway period, and he managed to run away. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering though, who's going to do the picking? Because it's most the coaches and the commissioners. So if mm. Rassi and Ninava are going to be choosing the squads, or if it's David's and Stick. Well, logically, yeah. it should be Russia and Nino, but because um, well, you know. like, yeah, as you're saying, assistant coaches to the assistant coaches. So well, they're commissioners, so that's two coaches and then two commissioners. Um, drafting would be wonder, so much harder if you had to draft in a team. Draft in it? Like, 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 imagine me and you had to pick a had to draft together, Matt. Like we were oh, a single God. team. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, you have to you yeah. share. Yeah, as in a pair. Decide it together. No, Matt, we already have my pimpy. We'll be on, like, six props before I let Ben get a word in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know I love a... Actually, no, like, lately I have been neglecting props a bit in my draft. In our... think that... I think we all know that Alex wants to be the, the prop king. I mean, based on his you know, his prop selections in his last fantasy. Who did he get? He got, I don't know, he got, got everyone thousand points around yeah. this. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, he got Alan Lato, yeah. And Ketchup, yeah. Yeah. No, but then, but the thing, the thing is, by getting Alan Lato and Kitsov, he gave up, like, a first choice. Definitely one first choice outside back. 
Yeah. So then you kind of you gotta sort of do the maths. Huh? You had World Jordan. Yeah. I don't remember that. I, I had World Jordan. Thankfully, I I kept him. And I got him okay. quite late because you know we people still weren't sure if he was gonna start, and because there's so much death in the Crusaders outside backs. Like no one knew who the fuck World Jordan was. Well, this, Phil, who this was the thing. Like, like <laughs> weirdly, there was like kind of some consideration that Severis might not even start for the Crusaders. Yeah, yeah he went yeah. because they had Havili, Bridge, Reese, Jordan. No, but the can play a wing. Yeah, yeah the the numbers Severis picks out puts out is you can't afford not to have him. Like 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 if he's starting and you don't yeah. have Severis, like. You. You done? Yeah. Ask Ben. He knows. I know about having Severus. <laughs> I got the Ben best knows all about having Severus. Uh, sure. I think you did. Eh? You you mocked Severus. He's not, he's a shade of his former self right now. Uh, and the shade of his former yeah. self is still like the second best wing in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It was it's it was horrible when I because I picked up when I picked up McKenzie and Alex is like. I'll give you Reese for McKenzie, and both of them were just not firing properly. So like, it kind of makes sense because neither they're like both just missed causes right now. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think I think that's that for that, and that's that for drafting. Um, I think that's uh, also most the news. I think, did you go through the the notable omissions thing? Because Ant um, had got see. a good column of notable omissions. Let me get you. Uh, so missed out. Karen von Fieren. No, sorry, that's the old one. But he's in jail. Yeah, that's, sorry, that's, that's the old five, one. Uh, missed out. Yeah. Ruin Dreyer, JJ von Mersch, Hachiva Darmani, Henko Fenter, Mone Stein, Dan Krill, Gio Aplan. There were some more, I think, in the chat. Yeah, it's, it's one of those difficult ones that also you don't know who's actually injured. Um, you know, so Karen A guy like Mornay Stain probably wouldn't risk too much to... You know what I mean? Like, Whitehead rather than Mornay Stain. Yeah, yeah I think bizarre. so too. <laughs> no, no, but, but, no, but like, uh, maybe Mornay Stain didn't make himself available for selection. Yeah. Because you know, maybe what, he is, he's like retired for national duty. Yeah, like what, just quietly did what's it. what's Mornay Stain really got to gain by being in this thing? Like this thing's cool, granted, but like what? Yeah. And also, I think when you're older, it probably takes a, a bit longer to kind of get up to match fitness again. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be starting for the Bulls then in the North South derby. I mean, in the Superhero Sunday. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's interesting to see the lineups for this weekend, because then we'll really know who missed out and who's not available. Yeah, Yeah. so who's starting and all that. Because, like, before. even in the squad, there's no Lions scrum-ups, no Lions hookers. So, it's like, if these guys are just getting ignored, then it's it just looks really shit for them. A bit of They're a... getting ignored because they're starting actual children at hooker and nine. <laughs> I mean, Dylan Richardson, the guy's barely played any super rugby, and he hasn't played any super rugby at hooker. <laughs> I don't think he's a bit of a prospect. Like, oh no, he's a bit of a Yo, this is Rusty. Like he's, 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 he's good. I, I, you know, back the guy completely. Yeah. He's a workhorse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's yeah, just never seen him actually play a game at hooker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, sorry, yes, and yeah. what what are the? It's twenty six player squad. Twenty five. Uh, twenty five squad. Okay. So of these sixty names, ten names. These are sixty. I didn't even count. They should be sixty. They no, said they were sixty. I think there's 90 in that list because that's got all the, the junior guys that they, you know, were like talking about as well. Uh, okay, because yeah, I know they were going to announce a pool of 60 that they could choose from. So there were going to be 10 guys left out. Well, they should make three teams and if they can field 90 and then just play like some sort of, you know, they had that weird cricket match where it was like, you know, each team had what two innings of six overs with the other team bowling at them. And you guys watch oh, that? Oh, wow. Honestly. That's solidarity. You play on like a Y-shaped field, Ben. No, no. So it was like, so each each team had they got two chances to bat, but um, and then you'd have basically each other team would bowl to you once. Uh, okay. And then like your sort of total combined score would would win. That makes Sounds sense as a format. Yeah, like it does, it's sort of like, you know, when, when I first heard it, I was like, this is a bit stupid. And then you're like, yeah, but I guess the sort of the problem is where, you know, if it was actually sort of a competitive format, kind of there's a bit of, sort of game theory that comes into it where you can, you know, let, let another team get ahead to put pressure on, you know, like once you sort of at a point where you're kind of playing to come second, you can sort of manipulate things a bit. Yeah. 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 It's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. And Ben, ben loves adding ben. things. <laughs> like before I draft, Alex just tells me he keeps wanting to add new new features. So. Yeah, Alex just denies me, and all of my suggestions ben. have been highly successful. <laughs> ben, Ben, Ben's a big fan of scope creep when it comes to these sorts of things. I don't know what scope creep is, but like sort of expanding the expand and keep adding things in that to it. Oh, well, I figure we should try to strive for, you know, we could admit we're, we're a work in progress. I think that I think that's my, that's where me and Alex clash on this. That I, I consider like almost all things like a work in progress. Like I always think you can, but Alex considers the current format of draft perfect. If it's not broken, yeah. Yeah, that, oh, that's sort mm. of his logic, and I I, could, I respect that view, but. You know, like I'm always looking for a way to make. You disagree. I, I I also suggested something that if you if you come if you have the top scoring player on a week, <laughs> everyone gets to make a trade for that player, and you have to accept one of them. I love oh. I love like just the sort of game theory aspect of it. So it's like, yeah. are you gonna offer? Is everyone gonna offer really shit players, or are you gonna be the one who's gonna offer a decent player? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good. So this NFL one, they ha they have certain players are marked undroppable. So you can't drop them out of your side for whatever reason. Oh, why? You can put them, like they just it somehow creates balance. I don't know how, but it's like the, essentially the top ten players. Oh, okay. It's a weird one. So you can't pick up free agents for them, essentially. You you can trade them out though. But it is but it's a draft though. Huh? Yeah, it's a draft. Okay. Oh, uh, so. But what if that guy gets injured? Then he loses that status. Um, I think he lose that status, but they also have an injury reserve bench, so you can keep three guys there, 
up to three guys there who are injured and then draft and then pick up a free agent so it frees up a free agent spot on your on your bench maybe we should look into that ben injury reserve bench i'm on it i'll I'll prepare the proposal (laughs) so yeah if if it's confirmed for to be shut down after alex reads four words no so so like from what we do so if someone fractures something or whatever like fractures a hand and is out for a projected like six to eight weeks you can put him there instead of throwing him into the free agent pool it's interesting i mean that's actually quite a bad idea what's that i can i can understand that alex doesn't but i i, I appreciate that feature oh alex might like <laughs> i can see a lot i don't know it's not my idea so he probably likes it <laughs> i think you need to canvas your ideas first with everyone else so that when you go to alex you know everyone's on board yeah, I should actually do that. So also, so Alex can't present them like framed in his sort of mindset. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna make a group with just the the rest, everyone else, but just not Alex. And just, the other seven. And just constantly, group and... constantly just spam ideas at you guys, and then once one gets approved, I'm gonna like then I have the support of the masses. So I'm gonna go for it. Oh God. You're gonna look like uh, what? What's his face in Sunny? Where's Sunny? What's the little little guy's name again? Charlie. Charlie. That one. That me. That meme of him standing in front of the board. Who is Pepe Silva? Yeah. I'm just picturing Ben. <laughs> no, I don't think my ideas are ever too complicated. I mean, full flex is a bit ridiculous, but... No, full flex is the way forward. But full flex, but you still have to put out a T. So, like, you know, like, you... Fine, you can, okay, say, okay, fuck, I'm drafting every lock in the game. But then, you effectively, only you only have two scores that count each week. And as we learned from Salary League, like, points are more important than value. (laughs) Or we sort of knew that before, but some did. I learned in salary league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I had like the lowest value for like the longest time. After I invented the fucking game and I'd also shit at it. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to talk about the games? Yeah, let's talk. Oh, yeah. So, Phil, do you want to talk us through the, what? what's that shield called again? Ramp Ram Philly Shield, yeah. The Ram Philly Shield. I think that's one of the more, one of the more important Mitra Ten games to talk about this weekend. So that's essentially, that was, Auckland. That was uh, Can- not not Auckland Wellington Wellington versus uh, Canterbury essentially. Canterbury versus Taranaki actually yeah. So Taranaki, Taranaki are okay. part of Wellington. They have like uh, Bowden Barrett and Jordy Barrett and uh, Lachlan Busher. He was really good. Um, and I saw a lot of articles saying. Okay. Yeah. So um, he was like ridiculous, but sure, again. So obviously he hasn't made the All Black squad, so he's just having game after game, where. I saw a lot of articles and a lot of comments about he needs to be in the All Black squad. How can you ignore your best seven <laughs> like this? Yeah. I, I tried to have, I tried to have some banter with Brad Weber, but no one took it up on this. Huh? <laughs> Brad Reber said, "Oh, Boshia, what a game! What a play or something." I was like, "Oh, Ian Foster clearly doesn't follow your Twitter," and no one replied. <laughs> but maybe he just doesn't want to piss off Ian Foster. <laughs> yeah, he just like you muted Ben quickly. Like. Just... <laughs> I got, I got nothing, no response. Ah, uh, shit. 
he, he, uh, he right. Twitter version of Blue ticked me. Because I know he norm <laughs> Brad Weber normally like he normally engages. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty good for a fans. You can probably understand why. <laughs> yeah, that, um, yeah, you're right, Ben. Ian Foster's a knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there goes my chances of getting picked. Yeah, yeah he's um, up against it already with yeah, Smith and Perinora, but now. Yeah. I reckon we can see, we will probably see Weber on the bench for one of the games. Yeah, he was really good Maybe also. He plays for Hawks Bay and he scored a couple of tries on the weekend. Okay. Mm. It is actually when you watch the sort of the All Blacks play Mitra 10, Mitra 10. Mitra 10? Mitra 10. Meat Gun 10. <laughs> my, my Kato. It becomes like, my. like, like it's sort of neck. Because you know, the All Blacks stand out a bit in Super Rugby. And now you're dropping yeah. them another level. Like it is a bit like it's like. It's also know. really cool because some of the All Blacks play for really shitty teams. So like Aaron Smith plays for Manawatu, who are like really weak. Yeah. But then he still looks amazing, obviously, because he's Aaron Smith. <laughs> and like, he's like, <laughs> but he's playing with like complete shit around him. How's Reed actually looking? Have you seen Reed playing yet? I think he just played the one game, but he he looked okay without looking. Yeah, he just looks sort of like solid. He didn't do anything exciting. Yeah. Because he's also playing for a fairly shit side, isn't he? Yeah, like County's Manukau, pretty weak. Yeah. So I didn't mean to dismiss <laughs> the name of County's Manukau before I get angry tweets. Yeah, they're coming to you. He's playing for a smaller side. <laughs> One of the less traditional ones, let's leave it at that, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that game was really good. So Canterbury were the big favourites, but and they were playing for the Rampoli Shield. So um, this is terrible. He's one shot pretty much the whole season to win it. And they went and won, won it by one point. Uh, Bird and Barrett, Geordie Barrett, probably their last games also playing. They managed to get the win. And Canterbury, like, I think in New Zealand, it's sort of like a Man United, like Ferrari type of thing. It's like anyone but Canterbury because they're so dominant normally. So like everyone else is happy uh, that they lost. It was quite, it was quite a game. Karen Lucky shot out to a 20 point to three lead and then Moanga pulled them back up to 22 to 20 up. And then yeah. Woody oh. had to kick a 55 meter penalty with like five minutes to play to take, take a win. No, but that, yeah, we, exactly. we know Barry, Jordy can do that. Jordy's done that like four times this year already. Yeah, because he missed a couple of easy ones earlier in the game. So it was like, oh shit, now all the pressure's on. And obviously he just rises to the pressure. Yeah, no, look, Barrett, I think Jordy can't kick without, without being squeezed like a pimple. <laughs> you see his drop goal attempt uh, uh, before the penalty. That yeah. Was... Just hook it off to the side. And then I think the uh, so another game worth mentioning quickly is that Saracens stopped Leinster's winning streak. I suppose this counts as them stopping their winning streak yeah. and beating them 25-17. But also I think more convincingly than the scoreline actually lets on. It was quite a shutout actually. Yeah, and it was a shock because yeah, Leinster obviously the big favourites. And a surprising man of the match. I don't know who you, if you guys saw who was man of the match, but um, in three of the I four European quarterfinals, it was South Africans who were man of the match. Oh, yeah. So, oh, no. So, yeah, Michael Rhodes was man of the match in this one. And then in the extra match, Jacques Vermeulen got man of the match, and then obviously Colby was really good for Toulouse. Colby is hilarious. Like, every time he touches the ball, there are, like, four tweets that you need two people to, to, to defend him because he's, he's just going to step you. He's just so good right now. And it's not like he's stepping sort of 
guys who aren't very good. He was making, I think it was Stockdale look like an idiot, and he's one of Ireland's best players, so that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah no, he was stepping over, like, it just, every time he gets the ball, like, Twitter just lights up with gifts of Colby stepping like three guys with every carry. So yeah, he's. Ha- I wonder how much he's. Mer- he must be making bank in France now, because he must be worth a fortune to them. Yeah. But yeah, he so they smashed the also. Play. Yeah, so they, they, smashed that wasn't Ulster. even a close game. 36-6, Exeter beat. Who's Nor is? Northampton Saints. Yeah. Is Northampton Saints? Okay, yeah. And Clement and Racing, Racing beat Clement. So that's the Heineken Cup. They're not playing this weekend, hey? Premiership's playing this weekend. I think it... I'm not yeah. sure, actually. I think, yeah, Premiership's playing this weekend. I'm just looking now. Bath, Gloucester playing tomorrow. And then... Oh, no one's playing this weekend because Harlequins Wasps are playing on Monday again. That's weird. Maybe it is the semis this weekend, then. I don't know because there's no... I don't know. There's no Heineken games this week. Okay. Uh, anyway... That's just besides the point, I think what everyone is here is to hear us break down and discuss the end of Super Rugby Australian Union. And congratulations to the Brumbies. Their, their first win, their first Super Rugby title since, what is it, 2004? <laughs> it? uh, as long as Alex is not here to get you going on that. Yeah, no, there's no one else who's going to fight me as hard as that. <laughs> I actually saw someone, I saw a lot of them, I saw them getting a lot of grief about claiming it online, actually. A lot of guys were like, no, 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 you've won this title for the first time. Calm down. It's not another Super Rugby, because yeah, I think Brumby said they won another Super Rugby title. Yeah. And then just <laughs> tried not to type, not to asterisk it with the AU at the end. It's ridiculous trying to claim this as a Super Rugby title. Like, you had to beat the best teams to win, win your... You know, you're not facing the Crusaders or the Sharks or the Stormers or anyone. It's a completely yeah. different tournament. They need to start compl- yeah, no, yeah. So anyway, so Phil, seeing as or Alex, did, or Ant, not Alex, Ant, did you see highlights of this at all? Uh, the the Rummage game, yeah. I mean, it looked, it was, I mean, as, as obviously supporting the Reds, and as I'm sure most people did, like, the Brumbies started fast, they scored a couple of more tries, and then... The Reds managed to like claw their way back into the game, but yeah, yeah. not quite enough. Um, yeah, Andy Muirhead just keeps scoring tries that he really has no right to do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm just looking. I'm just looking now at the bullet points here. Lolesio came back on. I see. Mm, he was pretty yeah, good actually. Played. Yeah, because I see he's got a conversion, a drop goal, and a penalty goal under his belt. But the Brumbies are just like, they're that functional team. And then the Reds yeah. are the team with a bit of flair. So when it's like, when it's when they're up against each other. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's sort of like Al Alatoa and uh, Tani Alatupo. Sort of, they represent yeah. their teams. You know, Al Alatoa is perhaps the better player and like a lot more solid. But you're always going to want to put Tupo in because he's just a lot more fun to watch. You Yeah, you just, you want to watch Tupo, but you want to put Al Alatoa in because... You're gonna win the tight head. Yeah. You're gonna win scrum penalties. He's loose, I think. Yeah, and that's sort of like how the teams work out as well. You know, Brumbies are not yeah. at, not fun to watch, but they're probably a better team. Whereas the Reds have guys like uh, Pattaya and Tupo and a couple of these other guys who are actually pretty exciting. 
I think that was Older Saracens Yeah, Pitaya's injured now They say he might be playing the, He might be ready for the bloody games okay. Well, I thought they said 3-2 Oh no, that's Fussy, that's months. I thought I saw 3-6 months for Pitaya I don't know Or did I see he, someone? I don't know, I might Pitaya was made living up there He was But he was yeah. living up like sensation uh, reputation during the game he was very good um, yeah. didn't they move him to wing though because he was a bit he had a bit of a niggle already though probably or was that the I mean, semi where they played him on wing I think every single game like you look at him and it looks like he starts huddling after the first sort of contacts so. he's gone off kind of every one of the last few games but I mean he is a very good player Will Jordan-esque yeah. Jordan-esque in his... Mm. He just looks like a star. Yeah, you can see, like, every time he gets the ball. He's a bit more, like, raw and, like, brutal than Will Jordan. You know, he's more physical oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Will Jordan's, to quote the Highlanders, Will Jordan's clinical. Mm. But, like, he has that, and he, but he has that Ben Smith sort of quality where he doesn't have to look like he's doing that much. He just always does it. Yeah, when when answers Jedi mind the other day that Will Jordan has clocked the fastest speed in Super Rugby this year, and that's like, bizarre to even think. Like, yeah. Really? If someone actually said Ben is Will Jordan fast, I'd be like, he's like he's like fast enough, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's okay for an outside back, is what you'd say. <laughs> but you don't. He doesn't look like he's sort of sprinting. I sort of categorize him there with sort of like like James low level speed, where you know he's fast enough to keep up. But he's not like a speedster, but yeah. apparently he is. Yeah. So Will Jordan is a wizard, and he's he's never late. He's always on time, and he's he's there when he means to be, and that's how fast he moves. <laughs> but it's scary if he's actually that fast. Plus, he like always makes the right decisions and can do all this other stuff. Like, what is his yo, weakness? Yo, this, this is becoming like sort of 2017 Bowden Barrett now. Um. Has he been... Maybe his weakness is just his defense. I don't know. I haven't actually checked him on defense. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think he's not, like, obviously bad, but he obviously... He's, he's not huge that he's going to make big hits and stuff. So, uh, But, I mean, I'm just trying to... I'm now scratching at the... He must have <laughs> a flaw somewhere. Yeah. Maybe he can't tackle. <laughs> we got to expose him. Someone, t- someone tell me he can't tackle, please. So so, I feel a little bit better that he's oh, human. Oh, 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 call me on him. Owen Farrell's made a career of it. <laughs> but yeah. No, no. Owen Farrell's a de- decisive tackler. I mean, he can tackle, but it's not that he tackles correctly, Ben. I mean, there's no, a difference. It's like getting the fucking um, Georgian rugby president to shoot a guy. He stopped the player, technically. Is it a good tackle? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, the guy's not running anymore. Well, He's running for, for a while. And... <laughs> Do you think he shot him in the kneecap? Ooh, I don't know. Didn't say where. Leg, I just said right? leg. If he can. And he said that, and he was fairly stable and that as well. So <laughs> they were quite, they were quite like positive about him in hospital. <laughs> in the article. So. Maybe that was for the. I think it would have been a. Maybe that was for the court case though. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah the so the. So the Brumbies obviously won. I think it. The weird thing is, it feels like they won without having to like play that well, because you know the other teams. Yeah. While the Reds are on the up, they're not quite there yet. So the Reds are not the greatest competition. So that's the whole thing. They're like, yeah, we won another Super Rugby, but they didn't really have to do too much to win. 
sort of the red so decent. That's, that's sort of yeah. the Brumbies kind of uh, modus operandi though, because they actually have a very sort of safe game plan. Like yeah. They, yeah, that's the ball, true. they don't need a whole lot of separate things to fire for them to win. Like you know, they actually—it's almost like it's like the the Springboks in the same way. Like you know, the Springboks, yeah. even if they play if they're a bit off, they can still because the game plan is pretty simple, really. Like it, it'll still yeah. go all right, like sort of thing. Yeah, they just need a couple of moles. You know, Flavanger is going to score a try. Um, I think yeah, Tom Banks that. scored a nice try, but even Tom Banks, he's had like an average season, but he's still mm, you know the ball in a bit of space. Yeah, but that's the thing—they um, don't need. Like, like the Reds need like Jordan Pataya and Tony Tupo and all. Like yeah, the Brumbies exactly. don't need Tom Banks. Like Tom Banks is like, like he's a luxury player for the Brumbies. <laughs> and the system just keeps rolling on, you know, even when their sort of luxury players aren't on fire. And Kuradrani, yeah, like we were saying, well, he hasn't been good. That's the thing. Like, like the Reds base their game around luxury players. Well, they they're sort of their I don't know what would you call it. Their their win condition is, is based on luxury players. Or, yeah, yeah exactly sure. players just call them that. The Brumbies don't like you could kind of remove any single piece of the Brumbies and they'll still be fine. Well, I mean, look yeah, at Andy Newey as a perfect example. I mean, somehow, like, he just scores tries, but if you put him in any other team, I don't think he would. <laughs> no, it's true, and that's a good a sign of a good system, I think. Yeah, isn't this also like two years ago, Saracens essentially they were also just this like relentless Borg unit that just played a very sort of boring game but was just unbeatable because there was just no chink in it. Yeah. I think Saracens exactly. are probably still like that to be fair based on their performances last weekend. Well we knew what the, <laughs> yeah. we knew what the chink was. It was just found out in, in court and not on the field. Yeah, that's why that's why I sort of rolled back to about two or three years where before the investigation <laughs> found them to be liable. The thing is they they still crush Leinster without you know with a fullback at playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it also yeah. sort of speaks to um, South Africa wanting to get into the Pro 14. It's like, well, the best Pro 14 team by far. Remember, we said like their A and their B team are the like the best two teams, yeah. and they got knocked out in the quarterfinals. So, if that's like the what South Africa are aiming to join, it doesn't speak that well in terms of the quality available, which yeah, might be a bit harsh. I would say South Africa might enhance the quality of Pro 14. Though. Yeah, sure. but that's the thing. Do we want to go somewhere where we drag everyone up with us, or do we want to go somewhere where we've got to fight a bit to get to their level no, and then settle? I think, I think we because it's going to create complacency ultimately yeah. for us. No, but I think to we, come in there's the hot we, shit and we drag some guys up to that. Say the 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 Springboks teams and say the the 2023 World Cup. Realistically, probably only half the players are actually going to play for South African-based teams. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, really, yeah. like, I think we, we've realized that, that we pull from. So it might not matter that, you know, Saracens are beating South Africa in the semifinals or whatever of the Champions Cup because Saracens are going to have four or five South Africans in them. But I think that's really important that South Africa have to negotiate to be able to let their teams qualify for the Champions Cup. Like, they can't just play Pro yeah, 14 that, and not it. be able to play. Yeah, yeah I think that's going to be the big one. And I think there's a lot of resistance from the European teams about them joining in that way. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah I think that's going to be the big 
because that's definitely what we should be doing going forward. But yeah, I think that's going to be a big sticking point. Because I mean, yeah, look at Georgia not being allowed to play in place of Italy. They love their old money. They don't want a new one. Yeah, idea. super traditional. Like Alex is yeah. the commissioner. No new rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, so we're going to refer to him as Six Nations Alex. Does Alex know? Does Alex <laughs> know? <laughs> does he know that he's the traditionalist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he thinks he's all. You know what the best part is? Is that Alex has as good a track record of listening to the pod as Alan. If not worse. Who's Alan? Alan. Alan, 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 Adam, Adam. I reckon Alan has listened to the pod more than Adam has. Yeah, Adam, I think, listened to his first episode last week. <laughs> think he got through. Only because we all... Well, I don't know if he... Because he sort of was sort of updating us as he was re- listening along. So unless he was just, like, skipping to points. <laughs> like, he was putting a lot more effort than to not do it if he hadn't done it. Yeah. I think he just wanted to hear the juicy news that we alluded to. Yeah, yeah, that was the hook to get him to the end. Yeah, true. Yeah. I bet you it was lucky like, I... like triple speed or something just to... Get... Lucky I cut it, eh, Ben? Lucky I cut it from the start. Yeah. <laughs> so so Alex, Alex goes to one of, the, one of our friends we went to university with and he goes, hey, have you heard Big Ben's big news? And she's like, no, what? Alex goes, listen to the podcast, just sends her the link. Messages me. Oh, congrats about the baby. And and what the fuck were you guys going on about penguins for so long for? Like, I don't. You guys got another listener. Nice. I don't don't think she's a returning customer, to be frank. I don't know how sustainable that that, that method of getting listeners is, to be fair. I mean, if she didn't appreciate yeah, I mean, the penguins, she's not going to appreciate anything else. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I like, feel like penguins is our peak. If she's, not, if she's not appreciating our penguin analogies, like, that's the best we got. So, like, you know, <laughs> she shouldn't listen to it. Yeah. Oh, God. I think, yeah, I think we, speaking of penguins, I think we can call it a day there. I think we've discussed rugby. Congratulations to the Brumbies yeah. on winning your first Super Rugby AU trophy. <laughs> like... Yeah, got oh, and, and your, your first and your first trophy in sixteen years. And your first trophy oh, no, in no, sixteen years. That one where what's it, the Dan Vickerman Cup or whatever, when they play the Waratahs. Huh? I mean, don't they get like conference trophies these days? Like Storms boasts that they have won like two conference trophies. I think Stormers made that up. Stormers, that's why we Western <laughs> Province is fucking bankrupt. They, they commissioned two trophies. Oh god! Because I remember that. I remember that time, like where Stormers were coming first. All the Stormers money went to the way out or whatever and bought their own trophy. <laughs> like this really nice cut glass plate and all that. They're like, yeah, cool. Check, we won this, guys. Like the price sticker's still on it at the back. It explains everything. <laughs> I, think we've, I think we've worked imagine, out what happened. <laughs> imagine the storm is like the straw that broke the camel's back was them buying themselves trophies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but that's maybe why they want that American consortium, because then they can get championship rings for winning the conferences. Oh, did you read that thing that the American consortium want to involve Peter de Villiers? <laughs> oh, God. That's so much better. He's got his own podcast now. I'm actually going to start listening to it to see what he has to say. Wait, who what has his own podcast? 
Peter de Villiers. Peter de Villiers. Ah, why, yes. why did I not know this? He just announced it. I think it's like this week. It's like brand new. Should we, Peter, if you're listening and you want a tip, um, announce that your wife's pregnant, but then only reveal at the end <laughs> and tell your friends you have big news and they need to listen to the podcast to find it out. Okay, good. I actually see. Also, penguin uh, analogies. Do penguin analogies. Yeah, should we invite him on our one? We should maybe try and build like a relationship with his yeah. podcast and ours. Yeah, well, we already got quite a good relationship with um, Draft Rugby Podcast. So maybe if we work, yeah. it can be like a, a third twin situation. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind having him as a colleague, actually. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I he, he's going to make you laugh, surely. Yeah, you know, you'll be oh, good banter be so around, the, around the proverbial water him. cooler. The thing is, would he be able to take the banter him. well? Because you're going to throw it back at him. Oh. He does well, seem and, a little sensitive. You, listen, we're not going to go hard like you go at Adam. <laughs> look, look, look. look, this is podcasting. If he doesn't want his feelings hurt, he must do ballet. Yeah. Isn't that the. <laughs> no, it's gotta chuck, chuck him ballet, in the fire. I think ballet is brutal. Like, they're super horrible. Oh, no, no. Just what. He, it was his analogy, wasn't it? He must wear tutus and go play ballet. It's, rugby's a physical uh, sport. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm using his material on him now. Just, that's the callback from Matt. Yeah. But, but, but definitely when we do the when we do the PDV episode, um, you should host because I don't know his I don't know a lot of his analogies. That was the that was most the eye gouging where he's trying to justify Skulkberger eye gouging. <laughs> I mean he's backing his players, right? You gotta back your players as a yeah. coach. No, you really were. I, I feel like as a coach that's the move to do. <laughs> oh, no, he was a great man manager, we can agree on that. <laughs> Phil, I, Phil, I don't think that that's an actual trophy. I think that looks photoshopped in. <laughs> this is the one they went to bought by from Swords and Swords. Is that? Oh shit! There's, there's the the missing prodigal son, Simone, uh, Ramon Samuels. Fuck! Imagine, remember him. What what happened to that Fijian fucker the bull signed? Oh, this year, it was this year, right? Oh, yeah. Was it? yeah, I think that's right. Did he go home? Yeah. I don't know. Is Maisie still there? Someone checked on him? <laughs> Has he just been here like entire lockdown? Like, guys, what has happened now? I mean, the Bulls don't have any other centers other than Clinton Swartz, so maybe he is still there. <laughs> is this guy going to play for South Africa? <laughs> <laughs> is that the new eligibility rules? If you spent lockdown in the country, you get to play for them. You're now eligible for caps. <laughs> Yeah, you've, 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 done, you've done your time, like, you deserve it. It's on a, it's on a, uh, it's on a, spe- what's the word I'm looking for? Sped up system. Oh, yeah, like an accelerated, um. That's the word I'm looking for, accelerated. Or, and uh, he was on an executive promotion package. <laughs> Make it sound good. Yeah. Locked, lockdown days count, like, a percentage more than normal days. Well, they should, in all fairness, like, you know. Brutal. Okay, let's actually now say goodbye. I think Ben, everyone, uh, and thank you for joining us. And congratulations on being a better ornithologist than Birdblah. <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> and Phil, thank you for joining us and for actually watching rugby for the rest of us. Thanks for having me. Always enjoy it. Were you also a better ornithologist than Birdblah? <laughs> 
I wasn't there, unfortunately, but maybe next time. Maybe next time. Hopefully next time. And lastly, Ben, thank you for joining us again as usual. Oh, sure, Matt. So, you know, it's just me and you and then other people just flipped in and out of our lives. So. I feel like, yeah, yeah we're not like the backbone of this podcast right now. Yeah, yeah I was about That's to say, you two are the real core of this now. Yeah, well, we much, much like much like tight, much, yeah, yeah, say, much like, like the tight five is the core of a good Matt, rugby Matt team. And are, Matt and I are tight forwards. Adam doesn't even like he thinks he's maybe a fly half for some reason. And Alex was a <laughs> well, like, Come on, these aren't reliable characters. <laughs> and listeners, we all appreciate you all listening, and yeah, we'll catch you all next time. Cheers. <laughs>